the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The federal judge says reuniting families is solely the burden of the government, as we hear from correspondent Mike Grazia. During a conference call Friday, U.S. District Judge Dana Sabra said the Trump administration is solely responsible for reuniting hundreds of migrant children who are still separated from their parents. The government proposed on Thursday that the American Civil Liberties Union use its considerable resources to reunite the children with their parents, many of whom are in Guatemala and Honduras. The ACLU is representing the parents. Sabra says he will order the government to name someone to lead the effort. Mike Gracia, Washington. The raging northern California wildfires are expected to keep the upper hand today thanks to a forecast now for low humidity combined with gusty winds. Crews battling the deadly fires are bracing for the possibility those flames could be driven into whole new areas and threaten more structures, including more homes. National Weather Service has issued red flag warnings of extreme fire danger through tonight. A British parliamentary committee says a government there should increase its oversight of social media like Facebook and election campaigns to protect democracy in the digital age. We get more from correspondent Jeremy Howe. The recommendation is contained in a scathing report on fake news, data misuse, and interference by Russia. The interim report by the House of Commons Media Committee said democracy is facing a crisis because the combination of data analysis and social media allows campaigns to target voters with messages of hate without their consent. The committee says tech giants like Facebook, which operate in a largely unregulated environment, are complicit because they haven't done enough to protect personal information and remove harmful content. Jeremy House reporting. A Russian helicopter crashed shortly after takeoff today in Siberia, tragically killing all 18 people on board. The Interstate Aviation Committee says the helicopter collided with a load being carried by another chopper that had just taken off from the same pad. This is SRN News. AM 1280, The Patriot. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a... A blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, Go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. 
Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. The following program was pre recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. Your association members take tremendous pride in their communities. You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank, a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. And want to say hey to the man that makes it happen every week, Trevor Kay. How are you, Trevor? Gene, I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, Great. You know, here we are, beginning of August now, and that means we're only three weeks away from the State Fair. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I know. July's gone. Summer's gone gone by quick. Uh, Everybody everybody measures the summer starting right uh, from uh, Memorial Weekend and then uh, Labor Day weekend, and the State Fair always means the the end of the summer, right? Yep, yep. But, uh, folks, uh, if uh, we've been out there uh, broadcasting at the State Fair for, uh, oh, uh, ever since this uh, show has been in existence now for about 15 years. So please come on out and visit us. We'll be uh, at uh, the Patriot uh, uh, booth that they have uh, close to the corner of Murphy and Underwood. And uh, Underwood Avenue is Radio Row. That's where you're going to find all the radio stations that will be broadcasting. We will be there. We're right next to the Home Depot. So come by and uh, say hi uh, while you're uh, there at the State Fair. Well, we've got a great show for you. We've got some uh, really interesting topics. So let's begin, shall we, with property management in the news. Property management in the news is brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Care, a proud sponsor of this program. Contact Zero Res today to learn about association pricing for your HOA or condo, cleaning carpets, air ducts, dryer vents, and now even adding flooring installation to their list of quality services. The number to use when you're ready, 952-ZERO-RES. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same, zero res. Well, our uh, first topic uh, today is uh, a news story that uh, came from The Stranger, uh, which is uh, a part of uh, the uh, Hearst uh, syndication uh, back in uh, March of 2018. Uh, We've followed this on the program in Seattle. They've had some very interesting Uh, laws concerning uh, rentals and what landlords can and can't do. And uh, they've had uh, this uh, rule ever since 2016 of what's called 
the first in time rental law. And um, I have a guest with me who is an expert on all things rental. Uh, she's been on the show before. She's the Director of Rental Management uh, at New Concepts, Amy Jones. Welcome, Amy. Uh, thank you, Gene, for having me today. And uh, let's uh, talk about this. First-in-time rental law is not new. It's been uh, the law here in Minnesota to some extent here, as well in, as in a good number of other states around the country. Uh, is it indeed a, a good policy that helps landlords to screen for tenants and avoid claims of fair housing violations, as some renter advocates claim? Well, we're going to discuss that today with my guest, uh, Amy Jones. Uh, Amy, you've been involved in rental management for how many years now? In rental management since... 2007, actually. Okay. And you, before you came uh, to work with us, you were in Missouri, right? I was in Missouri um, and um, owned a rental management company there in sales, and so learned a lot over the years. Okay. Yeah. Now, in your estimation, with all the rentals you've done, and I know we're going to just be talking anecdotally here, just with your experience, uh, describe the average landlord. Who are they and what do they really want? Out of a renter? The average landlord um, directly, not hiring a professional company, is just looking for someone they feel would be a good fit for their building, um, someone who they know or hopefully would pay the rent on time and not cause damages continually. Um, that would make them most comfortable. Or, or uh, any problems for any uh, of the other renters of in the course. building, right? Yeah. Yes, make sure everyone kind of fits together there. It's not really a, a, a lot that they're demanding of. Just uh, those few things. Yeah, mostly they want the rent paid and <laughs> not a lot of damages happening. Okay. So, uh, you know, uh, I mentioned that we've had something similar to this ruling in place here in Minnesota for a number of years. Uh, do you see this as a good policy that makes sense? It does make sense just to make sure that no one is discriminated against, although it's tough for an individual landlord who's placing one or two tenants in a small unit um, it doesn't really give them much of a say if they have several people, say, wanting the property at one time. Okay. If by taking the first one, it kind of rules out other options yeah. there. So uh, in your experience in this industry, is this issue of discrimination in housing, do you think it's increasing or decreasing? Um, well, I would say decreasing, and I don't know if that's in part by the laws they've put in place or if most landlords are just nervous and trying to... You know, the first-time rule, taking the first one, of course they have to fit their probably their criteria. So the person applying should know the criteria ahead of time. Now, if the second person behind them has higher credit, more income, but the other one still qualifies, that puts them in a little bit of a tough situation. So the landlord can't say, well, you know, the other person is just a little bit stronger. I would prefer to uh, go with that person. Correct, because per the law, they require you to take one application at a time and then either you know, yay or nay on the first one before moving on. Okay. So in Seattle, where this ordinance went into effect, I guess, just in 2016, mm -hmm. it was uh, sponsored originally by a council member. Her name is Lisa Herbold. And uh, after the ruling that took place uh, just uh, within the last couple months, she came out and was quoted as saying, first, uh, first in time is a good policy that helps landlords screen tenants and avoid claims of fair housing violations. She went on to say, if landlords won't screen tenants in a way that is that intentionally addresses bias, she said, we have no recourse but to increase fair housing law enforcement because the reality is, she says, that intentionally or not, there are far too many landlords that are discriminating in their practices that they use to select renters. Do you see this as happening? On our end as a professional management company, no, but I know if it's maybe an individual landlord, they could unintentionally say they like someone's personality better or how they present it. So that could be a cause for a fair housing, even if they have zero intention on that. Do you think that uh, though that we're probably in a uh, time in our society where maybe we're, uh, the pendulum kind of swings back and forth and maybe we're going a little bit 
uh, too far in kind of uh, being uh, uh, hypersensitive in this area of uh, discrimination? Because it seems like uh, someone can uh, uh, make claims, and they do all the time. Yes, they do. It's a tough call. Of course, there are people who are discriminated against, so you can't argue that. Um, But the stringent laws, especially on individual landlords, it makes it a little tough for them to use their discretion, even with their application rules set in place. Well, what's happened, folks, is that uh, this first-in-time rule that uh, the city of Seattle put in place for all landlords in their city was uh, struck down just a couple months ago by... Uh, superior uh, by a superior court judge who said she did not think that it is constitutional. Why does she say that? Uh, we're going to explore that uh, with uh, a lot more here after these messages. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM 1280 The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net on August 10th, get ready for a comedy that's off the leash. Do you think I'm ridiculous throwing a party for my dog? I would say that bouncy house is over the top. Four lonely strangers will discover that man's best friend... No offense, but is your dog pregnant or just super fat? ...are the best matchmakers. Dogs open their hearts to love and to be loved. This dog has made us a family. Dog Days, in theaters August 10th. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, what are you doing up here on the roof? I want to tell the world I just met the woman of my dreams. What about you? I want to tell the world that Liberty Mutual saved me $782. Liberty did what? They saved me $782. Oh, you go first, then. $782 really puts finding love into perspective. Visit us online to get a quote, and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurance. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, My guest today is Director of Rental Management for New Concepts, Amy Jones. We're talking about, uh, not too long ago, uh, a Superior Court judge in the state of Washington 
struck down Seattle's first-in-time rental law, uh, saying that uh, she did not think it was constitutional for landlords. It's interesting because this is something that is in place and has been for a few years here in Minnesota. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit further with my guest, Amy Jones, in just a moment. But first, I'd like to just remind our listeners that, you know, with Extreme Exteriors, you can count on them. They are uh, expert in, in the installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. You know, with their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. When you're ready, give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. The address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community associations board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development, networking opportunities, and a certification program that is established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit www.cai-mn.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at cai-mn.com and click on membership. So this recent case was uh, struck down by a uh, Superior Court uh, judge in Washington saying it's not constitutional. And uh, the uh, council member who uh, first wrote up the draft of that back in 2016, getting it passed, was uh, council, uh, council member Lisa Herbolt. She said she thought that this was uh, terrible. She said, uh, and this is a quote, she said, the reality is that too many landlords are discriminating in the practices they use to select renters. So she's speaking as uh, one uh, who is speaking from experience. Doesn't it sound like that? But what do the numbers tell us what is really happening in the state of Washington? Well, uh, what I did is I took a look at uh, statistics that are kept by HUD, okay, that's the Housing uh, Department of Housing and Urban Development, which is uh, in charge of uh, keeping up with uh, all fair housing practices throughout our entire nation. And they have been tracking by year and by state the numbers of cases that are filed for discrimination. I thought maybe it might be kind of good to take a look at it because uh, the uh, council member uh, said the reality is it's increasing. Um, so we're going to take a look at some numbers here. Now, before I go through these numbers, I think it's important uh, to remember a few things. Number one, that uh, so in the year that something is reported, what we're actually talking about is the year before. Because so if you're looking at 2010 numbers and it's in 2010, you haven't gone through 2010, you're looking at 2009. So what do the numbers look like? Let's take a look at them. In the state of Washington, and remember, this is uh, according to HUD. And uh, you can find this uh, online uh, with uh, their uh, website. State of Washington in the year of 2010 had 286 cases uh, filed of discrimination in housing. And uh, let's remember also that uh, just because there was a claim does not mean that there's actually discrimination going on. And I'll talk to with Amy about that in just a moment. So 2010, 286 cases were filed. 77 of them were racial claims. 
Uh, a majority, it's interesting to note that a majority of all of these, 55 to 60% of all claims of uh, unfair housing, has nothing to do with, with race, but is uh, because of disability, which is interesting, which uh, isn't uh, what is being uh, looked at or dealt with uh, at all here. So 2010, 286 cases filed, 77 of them racial. 2014, what, was that? what were those numbers? 251, smaller than uh, 2010. How many racial claims? 60. Let's take a look at 2015. How many claims, uh, cases made of discrimination? 183. How many racial, uh, of those racially, uh, uh, racial claims? 46. How about in 2016, and this is for 2015, the year before uh, this council member said that this was necessary because she said the reality is that uh, uh, discrimination is increasing. Well, in 2016, we have a whopping 171 cases filed, 38 that were racial. So if you take a look at 2010, Amy, to 2016, reality, uh, according, to the, according to the numbers, would suggest that discrimination is down in the state of Washington by 40%, and that's with the claims. And so these are people who are uh, making the claim that if there was discrimination, here it was. Uh, what do you think of those numbers? I mean, I think that's a, it's good to hear. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know if that's more from education from the landlords. I know in Minnesota there's a lot of programs that educate small landlords on things, and they look at things differently and try to make sure they're, you know, in line with the rules. But it's just also a good, you know, sign that things are in a better way. I, I, think, I think so, too, that uh, the signs show that uh, people are, uh, I think, making a very concerted effort. I, I think uh, the standards that we have in housing, certainly in Minnesota, right. and I think for most states, are probably uh, pretty similar and in uh, that uh, people don't want to see discrimination take place. I don't think that, uh, oh, yes, there, there's always going to be a couple of cases where there are individuals right. where there's discrimination. You'll never get rid of that, no, I, don't I don't think. think so, no. But uh, by and large, I think a landlord is not looking to discriminate. They're just looking at who's going to be a good, uh, a good egg for someone, uh, for me to give this... Um, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of asset and let them borrow it and use it for a year or two. Exactly, and it's a business for small owners, and they want to be able to make sure that they are getting their, their rent as required yeah. and um, less money out. And I was really surprised about the disability. I would assume you're going to say familial status because it seems like people with children, you know, might not stack up to someone who's single yeah. when landlords are looking. And I have, I have a guess to my hunch with uh, the numbers with this uh, under disability, too. I bet you if uh, I don't think that uh, the numbers were uh, probably uh, categorized by what kind of disability. Right. But I bet you in the last few years, one of the things that we've seen an increase in when it comes to quote unquote disability is people with a companion animal. Yes, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a problem of confusion. And that is a whole other issue. I, I, I think there's a, a number, a lot of people that are abusing that. Yes. And, and they make that claim. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it was very interesting. Here was uh, someone, uh, the city council member said, yep, reality is uh, discrimination is increasing. Reality is the numbers show just the opposite. And this was all before she put into effect and asked the city of Seattle to uh, vote on this measure to vote for the first-in-time rental law, which I thought was really quite interesting. I would bet you that it never occurred her to check the actual numbers um, from the number of claims, and she would have found that they were decreasing in her state. I think the fact showing that things are decreasing, I think that's a pretty cogent point. Would you not agree? I would agree, especially since those are the years prior to the rule being set in place. So yeah. maybe the only thing they can do is 
stop, they stop it, see how it goes, and compare during the 16th through 18 or 19th period, and then see how it goes after. Yeah. yeah. Well, what we want to do uh, next is we want to take a look next at uh, what did the judge say in particular uh, about this ruling that she made in uh, striking down this law, saying it is unconstitutional, and why? We're going to deal with that and so much more. But uh, hang on for a moment. We need to take another break. And so don't go away. We'll be back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., private.com slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. Listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to uh, Where You Live. I'm uh, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Studios. The show is brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. I'm happy to have as my uh, guest today, Director of Rental Management for New Concepts, Amy Jones. We're talking about this uh, uh, Seattle's first-in-time rental law, recently struck down by a Superior Court judge. Uh, who's claiming that it is unconstitutional. Before we get back to my conversation with Amy, I'd like to remind everybody that uh, in when you have a moment, go to our website at www.newconceptsgroup.com. There you're going to find just a whole host of resources and great information. If you are uh, a landlord, if you are living in a homeowners association and are on the board, want to know who is a good uh, vendor to use. 
in a particular area, whether it's seal coating, uh, grounds care, uh, whatever the case might be, you can go to our website. You'll see at the top of the page we have the preferred vendor directory. You can pull that down, and you can see a list of some of the best of the best in the industry as a resource for you. We also have uh, some uh, great webinars that are free for you to look at 24-7. Uh, if you also have a question you'd like to ask of me or a topic you'd like me to, to uh, take a look at on the show, uh, you can pull down under Education and Resources. Uh, it'll click on Radio Show, and it'll have all of my contact information. Uh, well, Amy, let's go back and take a look at this. Uh, the uh, Superior Court judge, her name was Suzanne uh, Parisian, she took a look at this. She didn't think it was constitutional. She said that while the landlord uh, is uh, permitted to set their own rental criteria, and she said um, with this law there was that uh, general rental criteria that had to be established before taking a look at any renters, uh, she said it does not substitute for something else. She said the discretion to choose a specific tenant. She talked about the idea or notion of sort of the, the, gut, the gut feeling that someone has. Uh, how important do you think something like that is in being able to uh, choose someone that you're going to do business with? On the smaller level, I understand that landlord a lot because they're going to be one-on-one -on -one with that resident in their property um, if they had multiple people looking. And if they want to take multiple applications, knowing they fit the criteria based on their gut, so to speak, if they feel like someone's a better fit that they're going to work with long-term, that I understand that. Of mm -hmm. course, when you're a professional broker, you don't have the gut feeling. And so you stick to the criteria as it goes. Yeah. Now, and one of the reasons why they came out, and we like this has been in place here in Minnesota now for, do you know how many years? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I, I know it's been at least. Has it seven? been here ever since you've been it with has. us? It okay. has. So I'm not sure when it started. I want to say that uh, you started with us about seven years ago, yes. right? So about 2011. 2011. I want to say it was probably 2009 or 10, just okay. before you came that. Uh, this uh, idea or notion that you, as a landlord, need to have a, the criteria already established yes. took place. And uh, now it's not bad to, to have a criteria. It, it's good to know what it is you're, you're looking course, for. Yes. But most landlords uh, usually have that notion in the back of their mind. And uh, you said uh, what it is that they're looking for. Say it again. What what does the landlord look for, basically? So the landlord usually looks for a, a higher credit score, um, an income requirement that, you know, they can be two to three times the rent per month, maybe. So they're looking more for a steady, maybe a steady income as well. They also want to do rental verifications then kind of see how this applicant has fared in the past with all their rental properties. That's a, that's a good uh, in, indicator, isn't it? it I is. mean, if uh, someone has uh, had a, a bad uh, past, uh, give you second thoughts about whether or not you want to rent of to them. Of course, and they can make an auto denial. They know if you had an eviction in five years, you're automatically denied. And you usually tell this people up front, and so there's no surprise. So, I mean, uh, do, uh, so I think what the this uh, judge is saying in Washington is that, you know, with this notion, you could have uh, the criteria set, and so you have one person who just barely meets it, but the person who comes right after that is someone else who's a little bit stronger and also says to uh, the person, oh, by the way, uh, I want, I'm looking for a rental. I want to stay put for three to five years. Uh, tell me, uh, as a landlord, wouldn't you prefer to go with a renter like that? As a landlord, the preference would be there, of course. And if you have someone who just squeaks by your criteria, who they're not denied, but they're low, and then someone comes behind them that would be, you know, way higher. It is hard to just say, oh, I have to take the first one. Yes, and, and so, but what we're talking about is if you're establishing a criteria, uh, you're not doing it uh, based upon, uh, you know, uh, someone's uh, race or anything Correct. else. You're, you're doing it based upon behavior 
in actions, and um, and that is, uh, and when you take a look at uh, behavior and actions, uh, that's blind. It, it doesn't matter uh, what a person's uh, race or or creed or background is. Exactly, and it just makes it tough sometimes because you do have to per Minnesota law, you take the first application and then you run it and you either approve or deny before you even take another one. So. Maybe that's to help so you don't see all these lined up and say, oh, this one's a lot better. So unfortunately, for you're supposed to stick to the first one and then go from there. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I mean, let, let's talk about it. Because when you're talking about uh, renting uh, to someone, uh, the rental industry is different, way different than uh, even though it's uh, commerce. It's different than going to a store. When you go to a store, you've got a customer, a consumer who comes in, they buy something, and it's kind of a, a one-and-done kind of thing. They come in, they buy something, they're done, that's it. But in uh, a rental situation, let's talk about this, that's different. It's a client relationship. It it's a, a long-term relationship. Um, and so uh, I think uh, a landlord should... Uh, have uh, the right to decide who they do business with, don't you think? It does. It would help for them. And you never know on paper. They could look excellent and not end up being a great tenant. Um, so maybe if you have them on a one-year lease, if it's not working well, you just do not renew them and move on. Unfortunately, yeah. it is more cost to an owner to turn over. But this was a really kind of a, a very uh, interesting article, uh, wasn't it? Because, it you know, like we said, here in Minnesota, it's been established. Uh, we've had that uh, kind of a first, I don't know that it's called first-in-time rental, but that's basically what it is. And uh, it's, been, uh, it's been good to have a, a good set of criteria, but uh, also kind of limiting. I, I think that uh, one of the reasons I heard uh, for this uh, first-in-time rental kind of law here in Minnesota was because of uh, landlords who were kind of skimming and they were they would take a look at uh one rental that was available and they would have 10 or 15 people that are interested and then they would take 10 or 15 um uh people's uh money for doing a background check and usually with the background check that included a little bit more money than what the cost was and so landlords were kind of making some money on the side with a little side hustle there. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that's what it was all about. And that's not, and I would agree that that is not fair to take someone's money and you have no intent of, uh, of uh, really taking a look at that person. Right. And I think they've set rules where you're supposed to only take the amount of what it actually costs, and you also have to refund. If you're denied, you have to refund the money. So yeah. maybe those on, on their own would set that, you know, yeah. give them more chance. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in uh, Washington because uh, now that you had the city that created a law, uh, it was appealed uh, by a, a landlord coalition. And uh, they went to Superior Court and got it, uh, uh, got it uh, kicked out. Uh, the next step would be for the city to uh, appeal that and go to the uh, Washington State Supreme Court. And then that would be a decision that would be final. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. My guess is Seattle's probably not going to let this uh, go. They're yeah. going to probably continue on. Uh, let's talk uh, just for a quick moment. Uh, if someone is uh, a landlord or is uh, thinking of doing that on their own, uh, they need to have a criteria set. What do you do when you are talking to a landlord in uh, advising them and counseling them to what would be a, a good criteria to set before you start taking a look at any renters? Um, they should have that written, and that should be something the applicant would have to review and sign off on. So they should prove that they read the criteria. Okay, so it it has to uh, it doesn't have to be uh, given automatically to everybody before they rent, but it has to be just available upon request. Upon request or before applying or with the time of the application, they should be able to have the criteria and sign off on that that they acknowledge this. These are the set rules to. Okay, be and and what are some of those good rules? Again, you talked about uh, a percentage of uh, 
of what their income is to what the rent is? Right. We can, you can set a credit score. It can be whatever you would like it to be, 580, 600, whatever is the minimum. Anything less could be denied. You could say income requirement. You know, you could do three times the rent per month gross as a requirement. Maybe that, if it's a little less, you can require more deposit. That's flexible. How about criminal uh, criminal cases and, uh, you know, what are the things that uh, people like to have right. established as a criteria? And the criminal, that's another topic as well. There's the new disparate impact. So they had it set where people could say no felonies within, say, 10 years. Well, that's kind of had to change because it causes, you know, a harsh disparate impact on certain populations. So you can set your criteria. It just has to be more, or I don't say has to be, um, to avoid certain uh, fair housing, maybe that there are no violent crimes against persons or property. You can just set those kinds of rules and that they read ahead of time and maybe say other things evaluated. Okay. Well, it's interesting to see what's going to happen as uh, time goes on with, uh, with uh, this uh, court case to see if it goes any further. Um, Amy, we are going to take another quick break right now, but when we come back, I've got a couple of questions that uh, listeners have written in about things that have happened to them as renters wanting some advice. Uh, Would you give them uh, your best counsel? I'll give my best counsel. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, So that'll be with my guest, uh, Director of Rental Management, Amy Jones from New Concepts Management, back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. Chicago played host to one of the country's largest pride parade. Organizers will tell you that parade lasts around three hours. Many attending here will tell you the memories last much longer. A missionary in West Africa told me that under the last administration, they pushed their nation to accept gay marriage, and they sweetened this agenda with money for other projects. This kind of arrogance stands in the face of God, demanding that their sin be accepted. It will be this kind of arrogance that will bring God's judgment upon any nation. Just read the account of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19. God resists any kind of pride, whether it is in attitude or in lifestyle, and he always gives grace to the humble. Our prayer should be for the LGBTQ community to understand that pride is in opposition to God. For more information, visit our website, olivetreeviews.org, for our complete radio program, also heard each weekend on this station. Setting the standard in association management. That's New Concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts. Setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. Fighting for 
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan and my guest today, Director of Rental Management at New Concepts, Amy Jones. And uh, we're going to take uh, the last segment here uh, with uh, listener questions. And Amy's going to give uh, her best advice and counsel to some renters who've had some difficult situations that we'll tackle here in just a moment. I'd like to remind you, though, of course, that we are brought to you by Mutual of Omaha Bank and Extreme Exteriors. Uh, but, but before we go into our uh, last uh, segment of questions with Amy, it's time now to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Here is the MHA Minute. Did you know that the members of the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, or MHA, provide over a quarter of the state's housing? That's housing for more than one million residents. The members of MHA agree to abide by a professional code of ethics, and they know that happy residents are key to a successful business. When you're out looking for your next apartment, remember that rental references are a two-way street. Before you rent, ask if the owner is a member of MHA. If not, ask why not, and tell them to visit MMHA.com. That's two M's, MMHA.com. If you're an owner or manager or even an accidental landlord, you owe it to yourself to learn how the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, its classes, certification programs, resources, staff, and faculty can help you succeed. Don't be a good landlord. Be a great one. Visit MMHA.com. MMHA.com. Okay, Amy, I've got uh, a number of questions that renters uh, have uh, uh written into the show about, would like an answer. Uh, Here's the first one. It said, hey, Gene, I originally rented a home with two other women. The three of us were on the lease. The other two left about a couple months prior to the lease ending. One got married. The other moved out of town because of graduation and a job. Now that the lease is over, the landlord is sticking me with all the costs saying uh, that uh, we caused in damages uh, to the property. Uh, she went on to say, most of them are from pet damage. I didn't own the dog. Someone else uh, did, and she's gone. I'm not the one that had the pet. I told the landlord to go after the others to collect and not just take it from me. Uh, is this right for him to do? Well, first of all, when the other residents vacated, it should have been approved by all parties and signed off on like a lease addendum. Otherwise, these tenants who vacated are still legally financially obligated to the terms of the lease. So I don't know the background of that, mm-hmm. first of all. Um, but the deposit also stays with the property. So everything, including a pet deposit, should be on hand and escrow with the landlord mm-hmm. so to cover things. It sounds like, though, it, as you know, uh, the security deposit, very rarely when there's damage, I mean, when there's uh, been uh, some, some damages that have been sustained, uh, most security deposits aren't enough to cover what takes place. Right, and it's unfortunate for this person who stayed, they're going to get their, so to speak, portion taken, plus if there's money owed, as long as they didn't sign off that the other renters are no longer obligated, they should be able to go after them as well. Well, yeah, the, the landlord could, but the landlord's saying, hey, um, it's, a different, uh, it's a different decision for me to go after a couple other people that have left the state, and we've got one person, you are still here, and uh, the landlord said, hey, I, you know, I'm going to take, take it from you. Uh, that's between you and the other people to, to try and get that uh, collected is that right if the other tenants signed off that they were removed from the lease then yes it's right because whoever's left and took responsibility for the term of the lease that's who the landlord should go after if everyone was still supposed to be on the lease then it's not right to go after the one person. Wait, even if they didn't sign off because a lot of times that's what will happen you have a couple of friends and uh with friends and uh, people who are uh that have been together in a rental situation like that they're a little bit loosey-goosey among themselves. Think they are. They're not thinking clearly. Didn't uh, Nobody thought about any of the uh, uh, unintended consequences. Right. This must have been, I bet you, a first-time rental for this uh, woman who was sharing with two other people. I bet you she doesn't make that mistake again. I'm sure. And I don't know if, if it ends up being all on this person, then maybe they need to handle it on small claims court with the former tenants. That's the only thing I could think they could probably do. Because if they damage the property, then the landlord yeah. does have the right to collect. 
Yeah, you know, and uh, to me, it's, it would be the same, uh, you know, in business. I'm a businessman. I own a business. I own it with a couple other partners. But if uh, push came to shove and and uh, someone was uh, collecting, saying that the company owed something, and uh, the other partners didn't have something, and I did, I they, I can't say, hey, I'm only responsible for a third of this. Right. Go after them. Mm-hmm. They would say, nope. If you've got the wherewithal, uh, you. Uh, you signed on the dotted line, so that's where the responsibility is. That's true, is. yes. Okay, well, we've got another uh, question here from someone, and uh, this is someone who said, my lease is up October 1st. My landlord is already listing the home as available for rent and wants to start showing it. Can I say no? They can't say no. Um, they should read their lease and see what their notice period is. It sounds to me that they might be, most leases in Minnesota are 60-day notice period. Once you give the notice or that you're going to vacate, the landlord has every right to come in and show the property. Um, and they just usually try to give 24 hours notice, not required. But if you are a landlord and you don't own the, I'm sorry, a renter and you don't own it, the landlord does have right to show the property if you are vacating. Yes, uh, that, maybe that was the idea here, uh, part of it. Uh, she said... Uh, uh, he's already listed my home. Well, it's not her home. Her home exactly. <laughs> I know. Is it? No. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, it is the landlord's. You've ju- you're just using it for a period exactly. of time. Exactly. We've had the discussion with tenants a lot. Have you had that uh, happen where people just don't want to? Yes, uh... we have. Okay. We have, and we even have a clause in our lease that if they deny showings or cause problem, that we c- we have the option to charge them additional rent for the time it takes to rent it. So, and, you know, that's what we uh, was uh, just uh, had with that uh, PSA announcement uh, about uh, the MHA yes. minute and how good it is. Because the state of Minnesota uh, has uh, some real, uh, a real substantial uh, booklet on landlord renter rights that uh, someone can get from uh, the attorney general's office. And I think they've worked uh, quite closely with uh, Minnesota multi-housing in establishing uh, those over the years. Yeah, and MHA is a great resource. For individual landlords, I highly recommend, you know, speaking to someone there, taking classes. Yeah, so um, uh, so you use the MHA lease, right? Yes. And, and so a lot of those have a lot of those clauses that we talked about that are already established and well-written, so a person should, uh, should be aware that that is in the lease prior to signing. Right, and you can always add more as you go, and more experiences as it goes. Our lease gets longer and longer, so. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Not it does. shorter. How many addendums are there now well, with the lease? I've kind of included them within the lease, but it's about six pages. Six pages. Yes. I remember the first time I bought a house in about 1983. Uh, it was a one-page purchase agreement. Wow. I, I, that was the purchasing the home. Wow. And, and uh, let alone uh, the uh, rental agreement now is six pages six pages but uh there's a reason for that well we've got uh just uh another moment here uh, another question here renter uh renter said uh i have roommates that continue to be loud late into the evening when i'm trying to sleep what can i do to make them quit wow that's a tough one (laughs) if the roommates aren't listening he could um he or she could contact the landlord maybe the landlord can reach out to the roommates give a violation notice that they're being too loud after hours but Um, that but that uh, could also end up uh, backfiring for uh being something that the other person is responsible for if it means fines right it is but they're all in the lease together that's why i tell my tenants it's kind of all is one so what's the best advice uh maybe uh, take a little bit more time before you just enter into a lease exactly with don't someone be else? a first time uh, roommate picker i guess like the law you know make sure you know who you're going to live with because that we have a lot of problems with random tenants who move in together as roommates and don't really know each other well yeah well, uh, Amy, it looks like that's all the time we have for today's show. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, that was Amy Jones, Director of uh, Rental Management at New Concepts. And I want to say, hey, thanks for uh, taking time out of your Saturday to be with me. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend and look forward to having you join me here next Saturday on Where You Live.
Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. Recent research even shows that in a sample of 1,200 colleges and university faculty, 53% held unfavorable feelings toward evangelical Christians, while at the same time holding favorable opinions of most other religious groups. So how do we reverse this ever-rising tide? At AM 1280 The Patriot, we believe we have a solution. AM 1280 The Patriot is proud to announce our exclusive partnership with Judson University. Through our partnership, we are excited to offer a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half, making a private Christian college education even more attractive and affordable. These tuition grants are available now. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 to learn more. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.